the one in there's one in South Africa that's literally like not even like you shouldn't even be able to ski on it. It's just like man-made snow and you it's kind of downhill. There's one in Lesotho that's uh that has one lift and like one like pretty steep run, but it's pretty much man-made as well, but I looked up the the uh like promotional video for it and it's like it's like the team that does like six flags thing like they're they're like the commercial. commercial yeah it's like they did the thing it's called uh afro ski or something like that classic yeah and um and then there were other ones that like were super nice like real ski resorts like there was one in bosnia that was actually like a nice ski resort where like you could look at a trail map and everything and then there's there's this one in uh in india that was super nice but they were like they had a disclaimer like recent legislation between india and pakistan has deemed this region like unstable so i would not go to this ski resort yeah this number three is in afghanistan yeah no ski lifts or marked runs yeah that um there's pakistan blown up by the taliban in 2006 that cracked me up i forgot about that they rebuilt it afterward there were several that were like that 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 like a terrorist group attacked it and then they iran's not that surprising no iran has has a lot of mountains and they have several resorts actually and it was like i mean yeah that was like a baller place in the 80s yeah exactly Algeria, some of the, I mean, like, that's places where it's, like... Algeria was surprising. Isn't that, like, cold as hell, though? No, that's North Africa. Oh. It's between Libya and Morocco. There was a really cool one in Morocco, actually. Yeah, the Morocco one is really cool. Worldtravelguide.net, 19 strangest places to ski if you're... Wanting to yep, that's keep list. that list, and it is some. Those are some interesting places to ski. Maybe yeah, I don't, the I don't know most interesting places to ski. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would not hit a lot, of, a lot of them. But I mean, if I was no longer had anything to live for, I would probably go to the North Korea one. Yeah, that'd be like. I mean, like I have no interest. I don't see the purpose of like, um, like ski Pakistan, but like. Yeah, I'd, I'd go to like the Bosnia like one. The Bosnia one looked really nice, and that's just like Eastern Europe, which isn't nice. But I mean, it's it's Eastern Europe. You're yeah. gonna deal with a lot of Slavs, a lot of Slavs, a lot of guys in sweatsuits, <laughs> squatting and smoking cigarettes. What if like you just went over there and it was just like 100 percent true? Like yeah. all the stereotypes, just everybody's. Well, that's that's what I hope every single place that has a stereotype is like when everybody's I get just there. Adidas doubt. Yeah. It's full-on Adidas, full-on Eminem haircut. Um, but whenever I was looking into the uh, North Korea one, I dis- I saw that, there, that the, th- the photo of the resort had like, a, had like a source underneath it, and it was from exploredprk.com. And so I knew that this was a government-ran site by North Korea as like a part of their tourism board. And yeah. I knew that this website was just going to be a gold mine for just silly stuff. 
So I looked at it, and it is hilarious. Just, like, wall-to-wall. I looked under... It's not good. It's, like, somebody who learned HTML on, like, Khan Academy built it. (laughs) And, uh... And, like, their About Us page is, like, one paragraph. And I looked under Culture, which the grammar in the culture section is a little off-putting. And there was a whole music page about, like, the music that comes out of... uh, that comes out of the Democratic... It's just bars. I forgot what DPRK stands for. Democratic People's Republic of Korea, I think. But, yeah, it was some heat. It was all just, like... It was was like all their version of like America the Beautiful and stuff like that. Wow. Heaters. Yeah, it was straight heat. Yeah, I wish it would just be just some flame. Oh, like some some Korean rap? Yeah. Some Korean SoundCloud? That's the only thing you could do. The Korean Juice World. (laughs) Damn, RIP. Damn. Just losing legends left and right. Damn. Yeah, that one was kind of rough, actually. That one's just confusing to me, though. Yeah, nothing really ever came out of it. They were like, oh, yeah, he died. But I'm just saying as far as, like, confusing in the sense of, like, dude, you were already so screwed. Like, why did you pop enough? I wonder if he did that to kill himself because he knew he was about to just get absolutely locked up. Who, Juice World? Yeah. Bro, he had 70 pounds on the plane. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yes. That's why he ate that many. He had 70 pounds and he had so many scripts. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if you listen to his last album, which I have a lot over the last, like, probably two weeks or so, all of the songs are, like, even more than X. Like, you listen to X and you're like, oh, yeah, this guy kind of sounds like he was in trouble. But you listen to that, you listen to Juice World's album, and you're, every single one is like, everybody keeps on telling me I'm doing too much drugs and I'm going to die. You're That's right. what, like, every song is about yeah. on, that, on that album. And they're all good songs. Like, like uh, Hurt Me is simply about everybody can fuck with me or whatever, but drugs won't hurt me. And then drugs hurt him. Yes, they can. <laughs> yeah. They're very able to do that. But that's just, I don't know. That is just an insane situation. That It's just an insane situation how many... I mean, like, I don't know. I guess, I don't know if it's just that I wasn't paying that much... I wasn't, like, paying as much attention. No, I've thought about this. It, it And I looked it up. It's, like, spiking. But, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I feel like every generation goes through, like, a spike, though. Like, that's what I'm really, I guess, thinking about. Is yeah, but also I think that we have, like... Like so many, so many people that are like on that level as of right now that in the yeah. past they never had that. So yeah, like I guess whenever that is true. somebody would go, it would be like a big deal because like, I mean I'll, I I guarantee you a ton of people didn't know who Kurt Cobain was whenever he died. Like mainstream people probably didn't know, but uh, he was I like, don't know. I mean like they were they were pretty. Popping. Yeah, I mean they were on MTV and stuff, but like I'm, I doubt like parents knew who he was. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's. I guess that's just like changing with the times. Because I mean, it was. It wasn't. Too I thought you long meant on after. that. I thought you meant on that level, as in, like, narcotics use. Oh no, no, no! Not, like on that level of fame. Like, yeah, like social like, like status. Yeah. The amount, sheer amount of people that would be on that like conversational level to where like, just about everybody who like, listens to every type of music would know who they are. Yeah, I guess that is true. 
Because, I mean, there was just, like, random ones in the past where it'd be like, oh, there goes Michael Jackson, oh, there goes Prince. But, like, recently it's like, who would be the past's version to where everybody knows who they are of, like, X and Juice World? Yeah, that is true. That'd be, like, a way less significant yeah. person than, yeah, like, but the scope of... Yeah, but on that level for us, I guess, would be Mac. But even then, I mean, he'd be, like, uh... I don't know. Hey, he might, but that's weird because that's weird because he didn't. I mean, he's nowhere near as commercially successful as like Prince, Prince or Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. It'd be like uh, I'm trying to think of a comparison in that like generation. I really just don't know because it wasn't obviously. Yeah, I mean, time. we just didn't know what the what the climate was like back then. But yeah, but we have better music now, so it's all good. Uh, 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 we got, we got all this rap. I remember whenever people were actually singing yeah. and playing instruments. <laughs> Back in my day. People actually sang and played instruments. You're like, okay. I mean, of all the, um, of all, like, the post-hardcore rock that I listen to, none of them have had any problems. And you'd think that, like, the screamo culture would be, like, would be, like, affected by this. But, like, now all of them are, like, 32 and just drink beer and still make the same music. Yeah, that is, like, always... I guess it's just because it's such a niche... Well, like, the niche culture of, like, something like that is... Like, just grows with them, I feel like. Like, the people, I feel like, that liked them... In oh, yeah, that, absolutely. ...in that stage are, Oh, like, I don't know. That's that's one weird part about liking that kind of music is I don't... Up here, or in Houston, I knew several people that enjoyed that music as well. Here, I don't know a single person that listened that I can, like, be like... If like a day to remember was coming to town, <laughs> if I, I could be like, hey, you want to hit this up or something, even if the tickets are like free. Yeah, I feel like I was like the only people that listen to them are like the people who loved them whenever they were like me that loved them whenever they were like 13 and angry, young, angsty soul. Yeah. And that was like a different, I guess, type of music for me. I don't know. I was really listening to like super hardcore screamo in my just from like. Yeah. Motocross. Yeah, like, I, I got into that in, like, eighth grade, and then, like, it kind of transitioned to, like, the newer stuff. And it, was, it wasn't even, like... Because I can't even vibe with, like, the old Warp Tour people, because that's not, like, the same kind of music. Yeah. It's, like, in the same realm, I guess. But, like, I'm not listening to, like, Dance Gavin Dance or anything. Like, those are the people that were at... That were at Warp Tour and stuff. But, like, the, the people that... The people that I like are, like just like a little bit outside of that like t- a little bit more hardcore like the closest i could think of it of it is like a day to remember and then the f- like furthest i can think of is like amity affliction and i don't know a single person who has ever listened to an amity affliction song other than me i was like on the era i guess whenever i was into it where it's like static x disturbed yeah slipknot yeah, and that was still even a little bit before your time whenever you started listening to that. Yeah, that was like the... That's what I'm saying. That's what... I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod, but um, if I was my parents, whenever I was growing up, I would have been Yeah, like, we've definitely talked about... Yeah, I would have been like seriously concerned because I was... I was really early on the wave of like that like serious metal. Like yeah. That was like the first music that I like really, really liked. And I and I started uh, I started listening to like that kind of stuff like my but my parents would also see because it was at the same time that I was listening to like 
like, disturbed and all that. It was, like, at the same time also that I started listening to, like, like Megadeth and Metallica and stuff. And so my parents were okay with, like, Megadeth and Metallica because, like, that was, like, when they were, like, graduating high school was whenever Megadeth and Metallica got started, like, 1988. And so they were like, oh, I'm glad he likes the music from the good old days. But then I was also listening to, like, Disturbed and uh, Under Oath and stuff like that. I was going, like... <laughs> That's where I think I got the I got the pass for them just being like, oh, the, he's just really all across the board because I'd be listening to like Slipknot and stuff and really bopping, and then I'd like be with my parents. I'd be listening to like Save a Prayer by yeah. Duran Duran <laughs> and like West End Girls by the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, and like equally be bopping. Yeah, I could do no wrong. Whenever my fa- parents found out that I could tolerate Depeche Mode. I love... I, I got to see Depeche Mode, like, two years ago. Well, you can see Depeche Mode pretty easily now. My parents saw him in, like, a crowd of, like, a hundred people at a baseball stadium randomly a couple a couple months ago. I know. I was just surprised, honestly, that they're still... I was surprised, one, that they still make music. And then yeah. I was surprised, two, that they're still, like, on tour like that. Yeah. But I was also... Back to that concert, I was pretty butthurt because they played, like no good they played like two or three songs from like the 80s and like they the just played stuff. like all their new stuff and i was like oh, all yeah right. you can't be doing that like nobody paid the ticket to come watch your new stuff yeah there might be like five actually i take that back there was one girl there that had depeche mode call like rear collarbone like shoulder to shoulder tattooed on oh yeah she's definitely rocking the new stuff i was like what depeche <laughs> mode like you're that serious about depeche mode yeah seriously i was like i did not think that they had that dedicated of a following but i mean my okay so i used to have a cd player by my bed that was too because that's what obviously i've talked about that but here was the rotation i went from um Land of Confusion by Disturbed. Yeah. To All Hope is Gone by Slipknot. To um, The Greatest Hits of the Police. Just like that. That was within, I mean, like, literally, I like, changed the CDs and I'd, like, listen to the album every night. Yeah. And then, like, my switch was from All Hope is Gone, Slipknot, to Be- Greatest Hits of the Police. Which, first off, if you ever listen to The Greatest Hits of the Police, that literally sounds like it's a single and that you accidentally just left on repeat the whole time. That doesn't surprise me. I've never <laughs> thought about that, but every single song by the police sounds like generally the same. Yeah. They just have like a very refined selection of instruments and it just makes, and the dude's voice is so distinct that it makes all their sound songs sound like very similar. Yeah. Just like, Kind of a hardcore, steady drum beat, a melodic <laughs> yep. tune of the voice that all sounds the same because yeah. that's just how his voice sounds, and a lot of, a lot of like, big instrument parts and then real quiet parts alternating, and that's the formula for a police song. And then switched from that to these are back to back right here. These are probably two of the hardest banger albums ever. U2 greatest hits of all time from I think like 82 to 96 or something that span 
with the boy on the front with the helmet. Yeah. Heat. Straight heat. That's like every absolutely fire U2 song. Yeah. Consolidated. Went from that one to Coldplay X and Y. Ooh, yeah, that's Which a heater super, album. It's super hard for me to rank Coldplay albums because they're kind of like all number one to me. Well, I mean, that one for sure has like the the classics. But that one's just got... That one has Fix You. It has the range, too, because yeah. it's got, like, Low, which is maybe the most slept-on Coldplay song. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then it's got, like, Fix You, Speed of Sound. I mean, that album, front to back, just bangers. I haven't put my CDs into my new car yet. Like, they're still just sitting in my console, but my in my Audi, I had an interesting six-CD change. I had uh, A Fever You Can't Sweat Out by Panic at the Disco. Okay. Then The Black Album by the 1975. Okay. Nirvana MTV Unplugged Live. <laughs> um, yes, sir. A Death Magnetic by Metallica. Wow. What was the fifth one? It was the go-to. Oh, yeah, it was. And then the last two were both John Mayer, Continuum, and Born and Raised. And that one, it, it, it could meet any vibe. And then I had, just in case, ju- just because it's strange to have a rap CD, I have um, I have uh, Live Love ASAP by ASAP Rocky. Why I have that CD, don't know. Oh, I've got, I have an, I've got a weird rap CD that I used to keep in my car. Um, yeah, because I, I, the car CD rotation is always the most random because I have one that's, up there as with being that random mm. in my old car, but it was only three, and it was December Underground by AFI. Ooh, <laughs> wow, that one is a deep, deep one. Yeah, so December Underground. What, what's the one song off that? Miss Murder. Miss Murder, yeah. Um, not the one song, but. Well, no, but <laughs> Silver, the, yeah, that's the song. Silver and Cold. I mean, yeah, just straight guitar heat, hero, straight heaters. <laughs> uh, Violator, Depeche Mode. I yeah. was trying to remember the name of that album, but Violator, 1990, which is just Heater Fest. Yeah. And then Untitled, Unmastered by Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Wow, that is a interesting CD to have, too. That's a powerful CD. I actually had a lot of Drake albums, too. I think I have a lot of Drake albums in my car right now. The the Kendrick Lamar thing ended up actually being like a really good. Oh, I've good Kid Mad City in my car too. I've got a lot of CDs. Damn, ended up being like a really good CD for the car actually yeah. because the names of the songs were numbers. Yeah, and so when you've got it in the CD player, it's just numbers. So like, it actually made me to where I've got that album down pretty well. Yeah, having good Kid Mad City on a CD is a really good one too because it's like a story. Like if you have yeah. if you have an hour and a half, then it's like watching a movie. So is De Pimp, which is another yeah. just powerful. That is a powerful album. To yeah, Pimp Butterfly. I need to like really sit down and because like I think Dam has some of his best songs mm-hmm. individually, but I don't think I've sat down and listened to because it seems like it's another one of those. Yeah, it is. It is I remember yeah. that was like the first time I listened to that. It was front to back. Yeah, I've got a pretty good track record recently of that being how i listened to albums for the first time yeah we're going back to 1970 with the <laughs> put it on plastic i'm not kidding i literally listened to this is a crazy story i think i've listened to igor the whole time through one time and i did it and just sat through right when it came out listened to it the and whole time to listen to another igor nope. song i don't even think i've listened to a single song off of it again because <laughs> i was just like i was like wow i got like halfway through it i think i'll like i'll go back 
and bop them again because I do really like that album. But I mean, that one, it's almost like hard to listen to the songs individually. But when you listen to it as like the whole piece, you're like, yeah. damn. Well, I mean, I, the reason that I that I even thought that Damn was another one of those albums that did that was because uh, Duckworth, which is probably my at this point my favorite Kendrick Lamar Heater. song, it just like seems like the end song for an album that would be like a movie, because it like it just rewinds at the end and it rewinds the entire album and then starts back up with the first opening line to uh, whatever the first song is, Fear or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But um, Duckworth is a crazy like little short story, and it's like a it's like a um, it's like an M Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, you want me to give as you a, a, here's a, a twist? Here's a nostalgia trip. What? Here's what I remember distinctly in my mind, at least. This is what put Kendrick Lamar on top, and it's that control freestyle verse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that. I've like totally forgot about that for so long, and I was like. I was going through and listening to Kendrick Lamar, and I was like, what really made me think, like, man, this dude is lethal? And I was like, ooh, he absolutely bodied control out of nowhere. Well, I mean, he was doing that randomly, like, at that same time. uh, What's the interlude off of Take Care by Drake that's Kendrick Lamar buried alive? Have you heard that? I guess not. If it I have, doesn't I have his it. name attached to it or anything. It's just called Buried Alive Interlude. It's in the middle of Take Care, and it's Kendrick Lamar, and it's seriously one of my favorite Kendrick Lamar songs ever. That's how I feel about Earn by Childish Gambino. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That's a heater. It's like minute 30. Yeah. I wish he would do that format, like the format of how he did that song in more songs. Yeah. But then he went full political. So I respect it, but like, come on, can we get like two albums? Yeah, that's like I mean, if you ever have like a theme that all of a sudden, then that's gonna kind of be your downfall. Like that's what that's what Chance is doing now. I mean, I've never and been a Chance Kendrick fan. Lamar too. Yeah, but I mean, not as, just, not as the, much as like Chance the, and the thing with Kendrick Lamar though is that with all with those other guys, like if you take away. Like this is a little unfair because they are still like so talented. But if you take away like the context of what they're saying, like it's not as impressive as Kendrick Lamar's. It's the same thing with like Eminem. Yeah. Like whether you like or hate Eminem, like regardless of what he is saying, like the way that he spits is so impressive that like. Well, I mean that yeah, that's basically why you can get rid of the content of any Eminem song because a lot of it's especially his new stuff is very cringe. It's just the way that he says it. It's just an Eminem song. And that's how I feel about Kendrick Lamar too, and that's where I feel like, like Chance the Rapper and like Gambino like kind of fumbled. Yeah. It's because, like, they weren't, they didn't have that. They, I mean, they were, I don't know. I mean, Chance the Rapper is still going Yeah, Chance legendary. has his sound, and he, nobody else sounds like him. But, like, also, if you listen to his new album, a lot of it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's your sound, but it's just not the quality that you used to bring. And this is speaking from a not at all Chance the Rapper fan, but, like, that's just my. I was just big, I was a big ass rap fan, and he just never lived up to that again for me. Well, what if you're going to. If you're gonna kick off with like kind of a misleading vibe about who you are, which acid rap totally was, then you're gonna have problems in the future. Yeah, that's like the weird part. Like, how did this dude go from his first album literally being called Acid Rap and that cover art and all that, and he's the acid rapper, to now this dude's like the Reese's Puff rapper? <laughs> he's the damn sprite person. Yeah, like what? Yeah, uh, that that's a. 
you gotta you gotta think longevity and i mean that that'll work but i mean like if you happen to blow if you get blessed enough to blow up with an album like acid rap you gotta stick to it or at least give it like 15 years 10 to 15 years before you switch up like that i'm not gonna i can't even say this entire bar from his first album but it goes along the lines of chance acid rapper khaki hacky sacker and then sacky blank slapper yeah exactly <laughs> and now he's talking about god and his wife yeah and how much and he loves his wife and god you were literally a homosexual <laughs> abuser in your bars previously oh my god i forgot about that <laughs> uh. the f word the secret f word the cigarette yeah the cigarette f word and he said he just straight up dropped that and it's a hard bar i can't yeah. lie i mean that was one of my favorite well, yeah that's bars, like that's like the cornerstone like, of acid rap is that bar but it's just like why'd you have to switch up on us yeah exactly and i mean that but mind you that was back in the day whenever you could say that i but i i mean i'm just saying but still like that level i mean like that still was like a risky statement i guess i mean it was, yeah, I mean, it was like 2013 all I know is that whenever he's he's not spitting the same bars I heard on you song from Dedication Five. You know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to think of it. Dedication one. Five had like sixty songs. Yeah. And Yeah, yeah, I remember it now. You song Chance yeah. the Rapper. That was the first time I'd really like heard Chance the Rapper, I guess. And I remember being like, yo. Well, I mean, it's all crazy those verse. it's all those songs that are like the cornerstone of Chance the Rapper. It's like yeah. that and um Damn, what's that other song? I'm not going to be able to remember it. It's him and two other guys. Oh, well. I'm not going to let it bother me. I'm going to find <laughs> try to find it for, like, ever. But, um... Yeah, uh... Is... Have you seen the cover art for Lil Wayne's new album? No. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. It's called Funeral. And if you flip it upside down, it says Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very uh, to the, on the nose, but I mean it's pretty cool. Are you trying to decipher it right now? Oh, uh, there it is. I was looking at the wrong one. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it works. That's that's dope. That's a sick concept. Yeah, and I mean, I'm pumped for it. Lil Wayne's never not brought the heat. I was really, I was not expecting to actually enjoy. I was thinking that was gonna be kind of a cringy album cover coming from Wheezy. Well, you D- never know. The D5 album cover is terrible. I'm trying to... I'm getting it mixed up with the other dedications. It's like the illustrator picture of himself. The, like red, a, the red, white, and black one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to double check. The skateboarder one? Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, that was also 2012, and that was very 2012. Let's see here. D5. I'm just gonna look up the track list for Dedication Five. How many songs? Some heaters, a lot of songs. The mixtape, bro. Man produces. What platform is this on? Datpiff. Do I still have Datpiff on my phone? Datpiff, the mixtape platform. I love Datpiff. I like how... I just can't remember if I had it on this phone. Yeah, I do. I'm going to find this. We're going to have to wrap up on this, but I like how we just we just had a nice music pod pretty shortly after the Grammys did not mention one thing about the Grammys. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it. <laughs> on that note, um, we'll see you next time.